0: Hello and welcome to a star to steer her by the Star Trek Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and with me today are
1: Jake, Chris
0: and Ames and we're here today this week as with every week to discuss a couple of episodes of the Star Trek and this week oh, it's episode one seventy one everybody oh,
2: oh, wow.
1: woo. And it's not
2: really like every week because we're not together again. yeah, that's true, but we're we still have much forced apart. Hopefully anyone who listens to
0: the audio nightmare that was last week's episode have <laughs> decided to give us another chance because we finally got our shit together here. Yeah, hopefully hopefully the audio
3: quality is a little better than it was. We got some equipment upgrades. and Aww,
0: uh, yeah,
1: I did actually listen to uh, a little bit of it because, uh, you know, it hasn't actually gone up yet, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be based on your description, Jake.
3: Yeah, I mean it's a lot. There's some so a lot of the stuff was nitpicky, but I mean my audio quality and Caitlin's audio quality in particular were pretty bad. But but we both fixed our situation. I think. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think the other thing that's probably going to be a problem is that there were times when, like, I was trying to talk, but because of the way Zoom works, I don't think I was coming through. So I'm just like, yeah, well, someone else is trying to talk, and I'm, like, finally just stopped mid-thought, like, ugh, they can't hear me, fuck it. Wait, how's Uh, that different
1: from a normal episode? Wow!
0: Wow! (laughs) I mean, when you're right, you're right, but shit. I didn't harsh. expect to get red today. Jesus. Uh, what
2: are we doing today, Caitlin?
0: Well, today we're going to talk about two fantastic episodes of Deep Space Nine. Well, okay. One fantastic episode of Deep Space Nine and another episode that, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> the first episode. But boys! Oh, uh, God. I know we'll get to it, but oh uh, Okay. So the first episode, the great episode, is Civil Defense. And in Civil Defense... <clears> Wait, what's, <throat> the,
1: what's the second one? Give us the titles at least. It's, yeah, Meridian.
0: Meridian. it's always Meridian.
2: <laughs> could be <sighs> there worse. we go. It could be Alamarine. Every week it's Meridian. Why? Oh, I'd God. rather
1: watch Moraine again.
0: No, I'd rather. We'll get to it. I'd let's rather. Just yeah, yeah, sorry, I'd just rather end the podcast than ever have to see that again. <laughs> and as a side note, I had seen most of that episode before, so literally during it, I'm texting Chris like, "Oh, is this this fucking episode? Oh, gross. Is this that episode?" And he's like, "Yep." And I was like, "Fuck."
2: When had you seen it before? Pat was
0: doing a rewatch of the series many moons ago, and I think I caught like the last half of it or so.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it
0: was unfortunate. So you're spoiled on all
2: kinds of things. Oh, at the
0: time I thought it was really cute, and now I hate it. So one more example of how being self-isolated is not making me a better person. (laughs) Or maybe it is, who knows? All right, Jesus Christ. At least you're Uh, not
2: trapped in the ore
0: refining area. True. Speaking of ore refining areas, Ames. In Civil Defense, uh, we open and O'Brien and Jake are chilling out and they're trying to make an old ore refinery into... A new ore refinery? I'm not really sure what they were doing, but at any rate, Jake finds a program on the computer that he can't delete, and O'Brien's like, oh, don't worry about it, we'll copy it and move it over there and I'll figure it out. But when they're trying to fuck around with it, it launches, well, it basically, the computer thinks that they're Bajoran workers trying to take over the ship. Oh, shit! And so it launches- Not entirely wrong. Not entirely
2: wrong? (laughs) They have taken over the ship. (laughs) Oh,
0: fair enough. Sorry, the ship, the station. I apologize. I know, I always do that. So security protocols start, they get locked in the room, and they're like, oh no. And their oh no continues when they find out that they're going to get Neurocene gassed if they don't get the fuck out. Sucks to be them. They're able to escape thanks to Jake being a lithe creature, but meanwhile the problems are spreading in the ship people in command i can't think of what the place is called is it ops ops thanks the folks in ops are now fucked they're stuck in their room they're trying to figure out how do we make it stop and instead they make it worse garrick shows up and is all Dang. like big swinging dick cardassian but he can't fix it either and suddenly the replicator is shooting at them some <laughs> fucking red shirt where i'm not even sure where he comes from <laughs> scoots into camera view and pew, she's gone um Oops. yeah i and i literally was Bad like day. where the fuck did he even from where was he (laughs) was he replicated is that what happened so anyway and oh my god i'm sorry i've left out like the best part so this is the attention bajoran workers meme episode so gold has been popping up on screens all over the place like threatening your life threatening your life threatening your life threatening your life bajoran workers looking fucking fine Yeah, he did look good. Well, then, what do you know? Goldicott himself shows up and is like, I heard myself trying to get assistance, so I had to come check it out. And then he's like, oh, looks like you've uh, tripped the self-destruct, you stupid shits. And he's like, Kira, let's go talk business in the other room. (laughs) And basically... He wants to have a garrison of Cardassians on board, and Kira's like, "Go fuck yourself." And in my opinion, the undertone is very much like he wants to jump her bones. And and I get that confirmed later by Garrick, but we're not there yet. Gul'dan is all like, "All right, bitches, I'm gonna go back to my ship. I'll give you 25 minutes. When I come back, we're gonna make a deal." Fucking thinks he's Monty, what's his name from the show? Hall reference Python. old show from the 60s, 70s, Ma- Ma- Monty Hall. Monty Hall. So, however- Montgomery
2: Burns.
3: (laughs)
0: Excellent. Come on down. Uh, However, much to his dismay, when he tries to leave the ship, there's another security protocol of someone even higher up than Galdicott being like, I don't think so, bitch. You're disgraced for trying to jump ship. Now you're all going to die and you can't stop the self-destruct. Whoop, whoop. So now everyone is working together. Oh, and Odo and Quark are stuck together in security. So whispering sweet nothings to each other. Odo tells Quark that he is the most devious Ferengi he's ever known. I mention this because we get payoff later. Anyway, they're all working together. We got to figure out how to stop it. Oh, there's no way we can. Oh, but wait, if we can stop the fusion, something from happening, maybe we can stop it. I don't know. Let's Basically- make sure
2: to poison O'Brien a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck that guy. So they have to get to somewhere on the 34th level or some shit and stop a fusion reaction something. I don't know. But they save the day. Sisko and O'Brien crawl through a air duct thing. I'm not even really sure how Cisco figures it out because he kind of just looks like he's fucking pushing all the buttons. But somehow they're able to make this fusion overload thing shoot into the shields, which is the only thing on the ship that could take that kind of energy, Captain, or whatever the fuck. The day is saved. And then Odo tells Quark, I was lying when I said you were really devious. I just thought uh, he he, he says, I thought we were going to die. I was trying to be nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: it's not that he told him.
1: It's that Quark broke into his computer and read Odo's file on him. Whereas he, wherein he calls him like a con man who's not as clever as he thinks or something.
0: Well, and then, you know, insult to injury. He's like, tell me one Ferengi who's more devious than me. the grand magus no but then he mentions rom
2: yes and quark's
0: uncle and quark's cousin who has a very nice moon gala the The one one with with the moon moon? it's not too big of a moon it's just enough to live on guys and quark quark you suck hugs and kisses okay so that's the episode sort of
2: yeah i Uh, followed almost none of the techno babble all episode long like i mean the techno babble wasn't important Every couple of minutes, it's like, oh, we can do the hooter to, hooter to make sure that this goes through here. And blah, blah, blah. oh, no, we fucked it worse. OK, in that case, if we fucked it worse, then let's connect this, this diode into this navel and put your butt on it. Oh, no, we made it even worse and worse.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, that's that's like,
2: about right.
0: <laughs>
1: that's really that's all you needed to know is that everything they did just made things worse.
0: Over and over and over again.
1: I think you put it best, Caitlin. It was like it's an escape room where the punishment is death.
0: Yeah. The punishment for failure is that you're going to die. This would
2: be a fun escape room. I would do this escape room. Aside from the Neuroscene the- gas part.
0: Yeah. You know,
3: and you also have to crawl through that tiny duct. That
0: That's fine. Just terrifying. make sure that you go first. O'Brien's the one that gets fucked. <laughs> and Jake, we're going to leave you behind. Jake, I mean it this time. Don't follow us. Yeah, well, and I know. we're going to need you to disobey. So, and- so
3: when they first escaped from the the first room that they were in, the ore processing center, you know, they sent Jake up through that little tube. Yeah. And then he opened the thing, and then I noticed that you know. So Jake was already in in the chute. It was like the ore chute. Then Cisco climbed out, and if I was O'Brien, I'd be like, Wait, 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 wait. Why am I last? Like, shouldn't the captain, like, isn't isn't the captain the one that usually goes? Yeah, uh, he's a last? commander. O'Brien well, knows his he's in fucking charge.
2: Place. This is true. This is true. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and then and then Cisco ripped one so nasty in that other tube that, that Brian passed out.
2: <laughs>
0: nothing, nothing worse than Jambalaya farts. Am I right?
3: <laughs> Some Creole oh, no. shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: hang
2: on, hang on. Why does DS Nine even have an ore processing unit?
3: Because because that's what it was. Yeah, it was a mining.
1: That's thing. what they used
2: to let the slaves Why? do. Yeah. Where are they mining in space?
1: Well, originally, remember they were in orbit around Bajor. Why they don't getting... they do
2: the, the ore processing on Bajor? Because they'd probably, probably be get...
0: outnumbered, right? I feel like if you bring mm. them up to the ship, you have a better containment and such. No,
2: no, no. You keep them in a mine. There's no okay, way okay. out of the here's, mine.
3: Here's my here's my uh, idea: is so that on. so you, they mine the ore on Bajor, and then they ship ship it up to the station to be processed. And the reason they do this is because the processing process is very dangerous, and it could explode, or uh, or maybe it doesn't doesn't do well in oxygen. So they have to process it on the station and then ship it back. There you go. Mm. There Again. is
2: oxygen on the station, though. Well, yeah,
3: maybe not in the room where they do the. But
0: also, why would they care less about blowing up their own station than blowing up some Bajorans? I mean, isn't is accidentally blowing up Bajorans kind of a win-win situation for it's Cardassia? Their,
2: it's their favorite thing to do. That's, That's true. what I mean. I mean.
1: It, they also mentioned that this ore is incredibly unstable, so maybe they're thinking, let's keep this refined explosive as far from the planet as possible mm. well you know, also we'll, yeah, like yeah, we'll have the workers there, but we can contain them,
3: yeah, also if the if the workers revolt, you can just gas them all or blow up the ship. Yeah,
2: which is you can gas them wherever they are. You yeah. can gas them any place. True. Yeah, but you know how expensive and
0: time consuming it is to get a mine ready for gassing and blowing up. It's just not cost effective. Yeah, mm. it
3: really doesn't make a ton of sense that Deep Space 9 was a or or Nor was mm. a uh ore processing thing. Uh, yeah, right. I mean,
0: that is kind of a A dumb thing to begin with listen don't poke holes in this absolutely plot perfect episode how dare you it's
2: emphatically not and here and like i was reading up like all of the writers could not figure out what the fuck this episode was going to be like they came up with the idea of you know what if it's a thing that every time they try to fix it it gets worse and worse and worse and all this stuff and they're like yeah good let's do that and then literally the entire writing team was working on it and they couldn't figure out what the actual story was because there kind of isn't one the
1: story is whatever was necessary to have that scene where Guldcott just stands there being all chilled out while a turret blasts 2 inches from his head That was repeatedly.
2: Hot. I was I was into that scene but I have never surprised
1: I have never understood the attraction to Gul Dukat until that moment.
2: <laughs> mm, I have to second
0: that. Yeah, I was kind of turned on by it.
2: I mean, granted, he happened to know that the turret can't hit Cardassians, but still, that's still oh, awesome.
0: Even knowing that, I would not trust it to work.
2: He doesn't even turn around to look nope. at it. Yeah, well, like, like, He what beams if... in. He did not know what stage of this, this nightmare they were in. They didn't know they were already in both self-destruct and laser ball.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, I call. I'm sorry. Laser pinata is what I called it in my notes.
3: <laughs> laser pinata.
2: I like that.
3: I don't know. I I I, I do like this episode. Oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, I really yeah. it's a cute it.
2: idea. There's just not a ton of story. In fact, I also read that Armin Shimmerman was kind of frustrated or and disappointed at the the Quark Odo plot because nothing new comes out of it for them. It's just kind of oh, let's put them in the situation and that's it. Yeah,
3: mm. yeah. This this episode reminded me a lot of. Disaster, from TMG. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, split everybody up.
3: Split everybody up. Nobody can talk to each other, and shit's gonna go real bad.
2: That's fair. This, it's much better one, than disaster. Oh, it's way than disaster. Is that the one with disaster. the yeah. kids and the yeah, radishes yes. climbing the,
1: the thing? Yes, this is disaster done well. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Beautiful disaster.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And,
0: and Jake I mean, Cisco is isn't that what
2: doing you with no radishes. Mm. What did I, you say, Jake?
3: I said uh, Jake Cisco wasn't doing anything with the radishes. No, Well, I mean,
0: he kind of was a couple episodes ago with his plants that his dad was like, this is fucking lame, let's go to the Gamma Quadrant. (laughs) Maybe it was Radishes. Maybe he was like, bitch, we've been there, we've done that. We're going to an unknown planet.
3: I also like that Jake still has his summer job with... uh... Chief O'Brien.
2: We still haven't seen any other fucking engineers do any engineering on this whole station. It's only O'Brien. Hello, He's the only
0: one. Oh, hello. Who's that? Black Cat?
2: Black Cat is here. Hi, Black
0: Black. Good boy. They're
2: being being extra dicks because I'm on the microphone. There we go. (laughs)
0: They're like, let me play with that.
1: Yeah, it's great, though. You get so much just, like, Cardassian... Cardassian ness, and because you know, first, first Garrick just wanders in, like, Hi, everybody, my code still works. I don't know. The last, the
2: last we saw him, we were told specifically, Don't trust this man. And he walks in and says, Don't worry, I got this. And then makes it like 10 times worse. So much
1: worse. But, and then him and, uh, him and Ducat trading barbs. Apparently, I love him. Apparently, Garrick helped take down Ducat's father in some capacity.
3: Yeah, I wish we'd learned more about that. Because uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think it really comes up again on the show, but there seems That's like up, there's some yeah. interesting history there.
1: I love little teases like that that never get fully resolved because I feel like we can imagine something more wonderful that way. Mm. Also, I really hope Ducat's dad's lawyer was the guy from Tribunal.
0: Oh no doubt. Oh
3: yeah.
0: Ha. Oh perfect. You flatter me, sir. You, you flatter, flatter me, sir. me.
3: You flatter me.
0: Yeah, Best I enjoyed on uh I really liked Garrick being like, yeah, your dad was a bitch and so were you.
2: Mm. Yeah. My favorite was um Julian comes up to Garrick and he's like, "What are you smiling about?" Oh no, other way around. Julian's smiling about something and Garrick says, "What are you smiling about?" And he's like, "Oh, just you." Yeah,
1: cuz I think thing, I had the same thought. He's <laughs> like, "What, dear doctor is worth smiling about in this situation?" And I thought, "You," right before he basically said that. It's
2: like, "Oh," Well, fair enough then. Hilarious.
0: I liked when Garrick was like, "By the way, your pants are ready to be picked up."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He washed that stain out of. Them. Yeah, I was gonna say I have
0: to assume that they were they were torn in a precoital tumble of some kind. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: Come on, let's be, let's be real. Every moment in uh, Bashir's life has been precoital. <laughs> Gross.
0: Because he's
3: a virgin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm glad you spelled it out, Jake.
1: (laughs) But I I thought the escalation, even if there isn't a. a core story per se. The escalation was done really well. We're just like, all right, here's step one, step two, step... And it just keeps getting worse. I love when they were like, oh, well, you know, if we do this, yeah, life support will be down, but we'll have 12 hours to try to take the station back. Two hours, bitches! (laughs) Attention,
2: attention, Bajoran workers, you fucked up again. (laughs) You done fucked up.
3: Yeah,
1: and it just goes to show... I'm gonna release the
2: saber-toothed tigers in there.
3: It just goes to show just how absurdly... Awful! The Cardassians are that they built lo- so yeah. many layers just just to yep. just to fuck there's up a, people.
2: There's a line that Garrick calls Ducat short sighted. I'm like, how was any of this short sighted? He pl- like he had this entire thing planned out like any Cardassian. Like, oh, just in case this scenario happens, I'm going to pre pre record this program. I'm going to set it up so that the pinata ball jumps in and lasers everybody up. The only thing he didn't know is that his superiors also did the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what he should have seen coming.
2: Still, why not let the gull flee when self-destruct has already started? That does seem
0: like a really good thing. I mean, that feels very Cardassian to run away with your tail between your legs.
2: It is the gull's
1: job to put down insurgency. It's already set set to (laughs) self-destruct. If you have to go that far, you're not worth keeping.
0: I will say that he was short-sighted in that the, what did you call it? A laser pinata. It was not also preset to play the Mexican hat dance because yeah. I think, or or yackety sax. I think the scene really would have benefited from some hilarious comedy music. <laughs> Red shirt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really? Uh. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of felt that the ending just kind of happened
1: yeah that was
2: what what do you consider the ending it just stopping
1: yeah it just
3: stopped yeah so like cisco cisco crawls through a tunnel of flame
2: a
0: cisco inferno if you will yeah nice i've yeah. been holding on to that one for a long that's time that's good that's good
2: <laughs> yes we failed to kill miles yet again
3: oh uh, we got so close <laughs> yeah, thanks this time.
0: jake you son of a
2: bitch so i noticed that the
3: fire in the in the flame tunnel was green yes and that was reminding me of the flame in disaster that jordy and beverly had to put out in the cargo bay was that green it was green flame and that was a plasma oh. fire Mm. Um. So I don't know. I mean, that may I have been. Figured it was
0: their weed burning.
3: Mm, it may have been a deliberate callback to disaster, having the flame be green. But if I recall I from that, they couldn't be very close to it, not because it was fire, but because it was incredibly radioactive. Mm. They had to. Remember, they had to like move a bunch of shit to the other side of the cargo mm. bay just so it wouldn't explode. Yeah. Now when they were, it.
2: when O'Brien and Cisco removed their sleeves so that they could crawl through. I assume they were going to make a mask so they could like crawl through and breathe or something, but it was just so they wouldn't burn their burn their things.
1: Look, as we've seen in this episode, burning your things is a big problem. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dax poor Yeah,
0: Nice acting, Jizia. She's, I mean, the more we watch the show, the more I'm like, wow, she is awful, and she's not really getting better. She's like, uh, oh, my fingies. <laughs>
2: uh, Kira, I'm going to need a hand. <laughs> 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 Two or three of them, please. I know her only—the only, the only like, redeeming moment I've seen out of Jedzia has been blood oath so far, and every other instance, I'm like, yeah, she's here, whatever. Mm. Eh.
0: Oh, and it only gets better this week.
3: Oh. oh. God. Yeah. Oh god, we'll not yet. Not yet. We'll get to that.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It's a I tease-a. know there wasn't. It's a the... Tease,
3: Teased. Consider me teased.
1: So well, it, oh, while while my... there wasn't much development with Quark and Odo, they're, you know, as always, those two work together brilliantly.
2: Do they were just saying lines, yeah?
1: But I do like the little cat, the little bit of you know, again, this is more about Gal Dukat than anything else. But the fact that he kept Odo's force field on a separate circuit
2: oh, yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: Thought that was like, you know,
2: (laughs)
0: you're a decent man who's gonna do the right thing. I hope you're happy. We're gonna die because of you,
2: (laughs) yep. (laughs) I really liked that.
1: So yeah, like yeah, it didn't do much for those characters, but again, it it, it did give us a little bit more about Gel Dukat.
2: Yeah, learning but, more but about the about the station and like the kinds of things that the station still kind of has embedded in its walls that will get everyone killed, and then Ducat has to has to like swoop in and say, "How about a I hit on Kira for a little while, and everyone's weirdly cool with it." I have a note on that for a second. But then also, I'd like to, I'd like to install more Cardassians here just in case. Just in case this kind of thing happens again, right?
1: Well, that, And that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, man, how long has he been waiting to get this call? Because he knew he left that.
2: I'm sure he has a million there. of these programs. I'm sure he's got a dozen of these fucking things. Like he's got a dozen of dozen orphans of other gulls he knows waiting yeah. to to like bring to the forefront. He's got a million of these plans just waiting for their moment. Yeah. I don't mean to
0: backtrack, but the one thing that we did get from the Cork Odo stuff is that. Whether or not he thinks that Quark is very devious, he definitely listens when he talks because he's like, yes, I know about your uncle and your cousin with the moon. So, uh, there, you know, there's a grudging... uh, a Grudging, yeah. Grudging love. Uh, affection, well, I, I mean, she, affection, I, I was going to say, think, but yeah, you know.
3: I think they're friends. Yeah.
2: I think, I think they, they just love to heckle each other and if one of them were gone, the other one would feel like nothing. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. What would spy be without spy?
3: There really? mm. you
2: go. So. Yeah, but pulling it back forward again to the Kira thing. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Nana. And I and what I learned we've been pronouncing Nana's uh name wrong this entire time. It's pronounced Nana. Nana. Yeah. Wow, I hate n-na that. N-na but n-na? I still love her. Hey, so hey, hey, I guess yeah. I'll goodbye. Um but <laughs> Jesus Nana. God. she was so opposed to the way that, you know, Ducat just kinda like throws some zingers at her in mm. this kind of It's not, I don't even, I didn't even see it as a romantic way. Like, when when I read read this note, I had to, like, go back and think about what it was referring to. And then Garrick says, stop hitting on the girl. does. She's not into it.
0: Well, he, like, stands kind of behind her like, I'll be back in 25 minutes, shall I? I don't know. He acts
2: like that to everybody. Yeah. He's done that to Cisco. Okay, but here's the
0: (laughs) difference. He had a boner
2: while he was doing it with (laughs)
0: Kira. It was just off camera, but I could sense yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, but I
2: think we
3: learn later, too, that uh, ducat has got a little of the, the wrinkle-nose fever. Um,
2: Gross. Yeah.
0: Well, and it actually, to me, in a way, it sort of makes sense. Like, I don't know if this is true, so stop me if I'm wrong. Are they kind of going for, like, a weird third Reiki type of parallel to their treatment of Bajorans? Because if so, it fits in really well there. There were plenty of people who were taking advantage of their posts to take advantage of the people they were imprisoning. So if that's what they're going for...
2: I think they're going for a lot of things because the, the story of the Bajorans fits so many different types yeah. of people's stories.
0: Well, I guess, too, is particularly because there's, like, a specific religious aspect to the Bajorans. I just wonder if that's what they're getting at, but...
1: Well, and I can't remember now if this was true or not, but in, in the Noir Odo episode... Noir Odo. Wasn't he having an affair with a Bajoran? That that. was
2: cut. That element was cut from the episode.
0: Okay. It shouldn't have been.
2: Damn. I know. I was so pissed. Especially since they're doing it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you feel
0: like if they had left that in, then if you had already, well, I guess you did know it because you just said you knew it, but the rest of the audience had seen that, then this whole stop hitting
2: on Kira thing maybe would have been a
0: little less left field. That's true, that's true. Yeah, it comes
2: out of left field, and everyone in the room is just kind of, they just kind of take it casually, like, eh, that's just a thing he said. It's not, like, creepy and weird. Whilst Nana Visitor says, like, Kira considers him Hitler. Kira would not be okay with him saying that kind of a thing. Because, you know, just, what, five years earlier than now, he could have done anything to her.
1: Yeah, but being fair, they were in the middle of a crisis, which... Would keep people from going, dude, not cool, except Garrick.
3: Yeah, I think, <laughs> well, I think particularly it was more because, Garrick needling Ducat, honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, but at the point when Gul Ducat first shows up, they actually think that he might be their only hope. Mm. So, kind yeah. of they're was. definitely, Well, I know until he fucked it up, but the point is, like, you're not going to be like, what the fuck, man, to the person who, like, quite literally might hold your life in their hands. So
1: is scaly, scaly hands.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ames, we are fucked up. We have yeah, problems. Gross. I love Many it. Many problems. I love us. I love us too. I'm trying to think if there's anything else with this episode, really. But if not, if Nana felt that way about this episode, I can't, I hope you have something about next episode. Because- uh, We'll
2: see, I forget. I'll, I'll look at it. All right, fair enough.
3: Um, Yeah, so- We'll get there. If Dukat hadn't have shown up, I don't think anything would have been different right because they were already I
2: no mean... ducat was the one that figured that told them how to take down all the, the oh um, that's
1: right he told them how one to. one of those yeah there, there was some sort of thing they had disconnected but not removed
0: the disruptors speed, yeah, or something. Yeah, the force fields. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: he decided, he told them how to take the force fields
0: down. Oh, yeah, the or they, yeah, because they, they overloaded for. the force fields. Right. And he also told them, yeah, exactly how the self destruct works. And he was the one that had the idea about, like, oh, did you remove those thingamajiggers out from underneath the thing? Oh, well, there's a piece of equipment that if you left it there it could help.
3: Yeah, so those things, they didn't really say what they were, but it implied that the purpose of those things normally is to make it so that force fields are lethal if you touch them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go Seems pretty Cardassian. Yeah. Haven't we yeah.
2: touched force fields a lot before?
3: Yeah, but they were, they were disconnected. I see. Okay, yeah, okay. so they, the the Federation t- or the Bajorans ah. turned them off. But that's also why they weren't
2: weak ass Bajorans. Which is
3: interesting because it, I noticed when they were turning those things off, they they kept cutting back to because it was right after the Ciscos and O'Brien got got into the hallway and they were testing force fields, and I I was just like, don't no don't don't touch the force field right now. They're about to overload it with a lethal death device, which also like caused the whole station to shake a lot.
1: Well, cause I think they basically fried some sort of major power conduit that runs through the whole station. That was the impression mm-hmm. I was under, which, you know, like, yay, we survived. Hey chief, we've now fucked the place worse than on your first day.
3: Have fun. Well, it's also, I'm, I'm assuming the re- that was also what caused the fire that they had to crawl yes. through. Yeah.
2: Yes, in the pile of rubble blocking the hallway. There's
3: always a pile of rubble.
2: What are some of places? Jake could have fit through that rubble just fine. I think that I think
3: that was like Quark's rubble that he ordered, you know, that he bought a few (laughs) years ago, and he just like shoved it in that hallway.
2: Why is it? Why is it that in every episode, where you, you have to go and fix something, you have to crawl through a shaft? Why is the entire like it's on every spaceship? It's in every station. It's everywhere. Just crawlable shafts.
3: Because that, because that, that like right diehard style ventilation shafts wouldn't work in the twenty fourth century. So we needed something similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but cr- crawling crawling through shafts is like a staple of action adventure cinema and TV, right? Because you know you have diehard. Yeah. I've been watching... Um, better
2: Call Saul. Well, I
3: have been in watching Duck that. Saints. I don't remember if there was any duct crawling affair in hmm? that. Was there a duct crawling Oh, incident? it wasn't a
2: duct. It was a tunnel. Oh, Spoilers
3: yeah, that's true. There for was better a tunnel. Yeah, that's a good point. Spoilers. I suppose an
1: in-universe reason it would be shafts like that is just that if every access tunnel was big enough to just walk through comfortably, like, your ships would have to be so much bigger.
3: I mean, the, I guess the question is why would we even need access tunnels because most of these tunnels seem to go parallel to regular hallways. walking hallways that is true so why don't you just make panels in the hallways that you can remove oh wait they have those too
0: <laughs> true
2: mm.
0: oh and we got to see the return of those sweet sweet handheld emergency lights uh,
2: uh, palm oh beacon. yeah yeah seriously
0: for okay. whom is that a comfortable ergonomic experience all right here we go Feel like I'm just not holding anything. It's making it my hands tired. Like, I
3: don't know if you noticed this, but it didn't even look like like Avery Brooks was holding it in. You know the standard. You know, yeah, hold it up above your shoulder. But they were yeah. just holding it as though it were a flashlight.
0: Yeah. You know
1: who? You know who that would be good for? Eric. <laughs> oh, fair oh, enough.
0: God. With his third especially his like arm. forward arm, with yeah, the hand just... is kind of yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I think his species invented those. They hold them in the middle arm that sticks out front anyway, also, and everyone else in the Federation is like, great.
2: Everyone else in the Federation is all like, headlamp. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember being
0: annoyed by them when we saw them in TNG, as Chris reminded me when we first see them, but man, it fucking drove me crazy this episode. I was like, what the fuck?
1: I mean, a lot of a lot of this era's ergonomics don't make sense. The flashlights, when you really think about it, the the phasers even, like, holding them like a remote control and having the thumb thing. Yeah, like... I don't
0: get why they didn't just stick with the gun thing. Was it because they were trying to get away from, like, the the gun violence aspect for the Probably. show? Because, I mean, oh, I get I...
2: that, but who the fuck is ho- like... I actually really like the Bajoran disruptors that we've we been seeing more and more yeah. of. Yeah, those are kind of like a Because Kira had grip. one, those are cool.
0: I don't remember like, what I... those look like, unfortunately. It looks like a pistol sort of...
3: with, like, like yeah. a, with a big guard around the,
1: the, yeah. the front of it. Oh, I see. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, everyone else in the galaxy, when they have a gun, it's just a gun. Mm. Only the Federation is walking around, like, Here's our death wands.
3: Well, I think well, it's possibly sure also because the, have, uh, the Federation likes to pretend that they don't use or need guns. It's like the fucking sonic yeah. screwdriver, right? Yeah, it is They're a mostly weapon. Mostly there
2: because they have they have a stun setting too. They're used mostly for stun setting, I believe. The, yeah, the
0: sonic screwdriver that doesn't usually hurt people.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it, it, he'll like he'll like point a it at something wand. and will cause something to fall down and kill somebody.
0: He doesn't do that though.
3: Mm. That's not a they, doctor. They don't thing. show that on camera. Fair enough. He's like Batman it's like,
0: that way. It, I was just gonna say it's like that, like that college humor, or whatever video it is, where Batman is just breaking people's necks and he's like, "What? They're not dead. They're just <laughs> sleeping."
1: <laughs> I was thinking of that the other day for some reason. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I wasn't, but I am now. Anyway, the Rossi clock is only with me today because I'm the one in the in the house, and it's telling me we should move the fuck on. Do we have to? <laughs> We do have to. I tell us know. Tell us what we have to move on to, Caitlin. Well, since we were speaking
0: of shafts,
2: this shaft. w- this
0: week oh God. Jed Z is getting the shaft <laughs> multiple times. And so are we, because we have to watch this mess. So yeah. in Meridian, our diligent crew of Deep Space Nine <laughs> <laughs> encounter a magically reappearing uh planet, which uh, it, it, uh, exists in a dimension that is parallel or intersects our dimension and every mm, years, uh, 60, is it every, is it always 60 years? I think so. Okay. Every 60 years, it goes from being like weird non-corporeal paradise thing to physical paradise thing. However, what, what we find is that, um, these people, first of all, are friend, they are friend. We go and visit them. They're very nice. But every time they become like, physically, whatever. Yeah,
2: there's only like 30 of them, too.
0: There's not many of them. And every time they become corporeal again, that window of time when they are corporeal is getting like smaller and smaller. People are dying. They're not having time to reproduce because they're only around for like 12 days. And apparently 60 years away from people makes them fucking awkward as shit because our buddy Turan decides that... uh Nope, Dural. Oh, is Tur- it Dur- Dural?
2: Tehran Tur- is, uh, is the our is the our new friend who's really into Kira. Dural is the Meridian oh, man. Oh,
0: damn it! Okay, well, Good try though. Damn it! Well, Dural starts out his small talk by asking Jadzia how far down her spots go, which is fucking inappropriate.
3: And we've seen they go down, <laughs> down to her feet,
0: all the way down. But do the... they come back up again?
3: I mean, I yeah, I have no. said that I think they go up the butthole.
0: <laughs> well. Thankfully, I'll never be able to shine one of those horrible emergency lights up her asshole to see if you're <laughs> right. However, anyway, so she and what's his name, Tiren, Dural, 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 and Tiren. All right, she and Dural have a little romantic fling, and it's disgusting. While trying to figure out what happened to this planet and how can we give you guys more time and gamma rays and shit.
2: Meanwhile. More technobabble I didn't follow at all. Yeah,
0: lots of technobabble this week. But I sort of skipped the best part of the episode, which is at the beginning... Best part? Yes. We open... Well, no, no, no. I just mean the beginning of the episode when they're... Let me, I'll just get to it for Christ's sakes. All right. So the episode opens and Kira and Odo are hanging out and she's explaining coffee and he's explaining that he doesn't have
2: taste buds. Yes. This is the best part.
0: Yes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Got it. Thank you. So, so this dildo Duran shows up and he, God damn it. I thought it was. Oh, it's with a T. Tehran. I spelt it Duran, like Duran Duran, ah. but with two R's, so Tehran. Okay. Well,
1: he certainly is hungry like the wolf. Yeah. Barf.
0: That's good, but barf. So Turan. Tehran, Tehran. Jesus Christ.
3: Capital of R- Iran. I thought it was Shran.
0: Ter- ter- <laughs> ah, I see what <laughs> you did there. I don't get it, but okay. You will ter- in a
2: couple of years. <laughs>
0: Yay. So Tehran. Turan shows up and he's a business associate of quarks, which means we automatically know he's scum. We'll find out (laughs) how much worse he is before the end of the episode. But basically, he's like, oh, Kira, we had a great time last night, huh? And Odo is visibly uncomfortable and uh, becomes more uncomfortable in the crotchal region when Kira grabs his hand and says, this is Odo, my lover. (laughs) And then they start calling each other sweetheart until this Tehran fellow goes the fuck away. But he's not done. He really wants to plow Kira. so Any he o- Kira
2: will do. Any Kira will
0: do. <laughs> and so he offers Quark a bunch of money to make him a Kira-shaped, hollow, sweet fuck doll. So he's uh, Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Um. So our, our B-plot is watching Quark run all over the fucking ship trying to find a... Way to trick Kira into jumping into a hollow suite so that he can make her into a hollow fuck doll.
2: Get me pictures of Spider Man and Kira too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, the B uh, plot it's, definitely.
2: It's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. It's fucking gross. It's but it gross. also contradicts a lot of things we already knew about the holodeck.
3: <laughs> how? How so?
2: How so? We have tons and tons of instances where the holodeck just makes the person for you already without needing all this bullshit.
0: Well, I don't know, because, like, when it happened, for example, when Gordo was doing it to make Leah Brahms, he was building on, like, a personnel file that already existed that was, like, linked directly to the computer. The and Holosuite... Nothing exists
2: like that for Major Kira? Well, we don't no, know. No, I'm sure it
0: does, but, like, I don't think they're letting Quark plug his holosuites directly into. Yeah starfleet's database i mean ultimately yeah, no, even... ultimately, that is how he does it though yeah, right he breaks and in he, he breaks in to do it but he figures you know he'll try the easy way trick her in by making her think she won a free hour in the Hollow Suite. try to take her picture when she's hanging out in the promenade while odo like really awkwardly and obviously keeps like blocking the shot which i thought uh, was delightful why is quark trying to take your Hollow? yeah
3: i actually i, I, I mean uh, despite the creepiness of the whole plot I, I thought like the scenes about it were no. somewhat fun.
2: I found it really, really overwrought because you know the second Kira comes into because it comes into the bar and it's like, okay, someone wanted me in here. What's up? All you got to do is Quark say, Kira, something happened in the holosuite. I need you to come look at it. That's all you need to do.
0: This is why okay, was said that he wasn't the most devious Ferengi he knew. <laughs> True. See, you're
1: actually it wasn't just someone. The best part, the only good part of this whole thing is the fact that she goes she shows up because
2: morn I heard
1: morn her. needed needed to talk to me, oh, you just missed him, oh, well, I gotta go, and then she's like, quark, I don't have time for what, so she had time for morn, but not anything Everyone else has time like for morn
0: I was gonna say he gets amazing uh, morn is apparently like the most prolific and legendary lover on board the ship because i feel like <laughs> jad z is into it too right
2: yeah i remember that jad z
1: is the one that turned kira on to him remember because kira was like
2: what than now- just has
0: dicks down to his knee apparently <laughs> like i don't know 12 of them or like a really prehensile tongue of some kind he's got something he's rocking something the ladies love i don't know and the gentleman and the gentleman let's not yeah. you know i i feel like a show I worked on once described people in the future as being kind of casually bisexual, and I just kind of feel like that's probably, like, we would call that pansexual now, I think, but I feel like that fits.
1: I would say that definitely applies to this series. Yeah, yeah they definitely do more
3: with that. Yeah, and uh, so the creepy customer guy, uh, so played yes. by uh, played by uh, Jeffrey Combs in his is this this is his first Star Trek this appearance. Is, I think this
2: is his first of many many, ma- many 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 appearances. So many. Why do I know the name Jeffrey Combs?
0: He was he is a famous actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that explains it. He used it.
3: to be. He, he he got his starter. He he came to fame because he was in a in a couple of uh like real great. B-movie horror films. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. He was in a From Beyond. From Beyond uh, and
3: Reanimator. And,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some Lovecraftian stuff, which sounds up his alley.
3: Yeah. He also
2: but originally yeah, he... auditioned for the role of Riker. Oh. He did not get it. Yeah, I don't
0: but, I don't really... Re- I'm looking him up. I don't really recognize him. But I you're see... You're gonna see the many... a
1: lot more of him. Yeah, I,
0: I see here the many faces of Jeffrey Combs.
1: And he will almost always be under makeup.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm also seeing that. I thought it was yeah. interesting, though, to th- this particular episode because I felt like he kind of had some, like, Odo esque features of, like, not quite shaped faceness. Mm. And I wonder if, for one glimmering moment, Odo had hope because he was like, "Oh, this is what Kira's is into." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man, um, during that
3: opening scene, though, I mean, he definitely reverted uh. to his liquid state in his pants a little bit.
2: Oh no! Well, he's uh, talking, he's,
0: sweetheart. <laughs>
2: he's talking first about how you know he doesn't have taste buds, and he's never like he said he's tried to drink something once before, and it was a mess. <laughs> it was messy. <laughs> so I said to myself, "Oh no, Odo wet himself." And then later yeah. in the scene, oh no, oh, he, he just wet himself. Just in his pants, all
0: right. Yeah, unsatisfying. Not to mention messy. <laughs> I also Messi? wrote down. I don't want to talk about it. This is Odo, my lover. I made note of that quote. So good. But and there is that moment afterwards where he's like looking at his hand, like, uh. C- Jake, can you give me an Odo sound, please?
2: Uh. Uh. <laughs> I was
0: hoping for something. Uh. <laughs> uh.
2: Uh. Uh. <laughs> Uh (laughs)
0: Perfect, thank you. (laughs) Alright, it's enough, it's enough. Uh Uh,
1: Yeah, so the the B-plot, like, it was all just so... the, The basic premise, the starting point of it was so creepy and unpleasant that it made it hard to...
0: It made it hard, all right.
1: any enjoyment from any of the scenes related to it. Yeah. Until Quark's head was on the body
2: at the end. <laughs> How, yeah, I mean, the Quark head on the body thing, whilst a cute, a cute way to end it, like also entirely baffled me as to why Quark did this before he got the money. Quark didn't do it. No, but, but why and Odo he go through, did He went it. through
3: all the trouble, though, to build this program, which Kira and Odo then hacked. But he yeah. did he did all that work, all that running around trying to sneak photos from the bushes without having gotten any payment.
1: Well, because he wasn't going to he was only going to get payment. On I know, delivery but I feel like
2: well, that he, was, delivered yeah, it. I also, he handed
0: it off.
3: I also
1: feel well, like that no, he said he he said
0: he wouldn't he said he wouldn't. Well, it's two things, right? He wouldn't pay him until he saw Kira, which he didn't really. I mean, kind of. But I think part of it is he keeps sweetening the pot too, because he's like, "Oh, you know, if this works, I might just buy a copy for my home Hollow Sweet," which I think. Listen, this is a man who thinks only with his wallet and his lobes, and I think honestly, he probably would love to have a Kira Hollow Sweet for himself.
1: That's actually a good point.
2: Yeah, very, or, very. Or saddling. for other
0: people, great for great for business, great for Quark's own personal masturbatory fantasies. I'm sure, like. Yeah,
2: give it to Odo for later. Well.
3: So no, do we very do we sadly think, we, do we think a quark is now scanning everybody that goes into the hollow suite just in he case he always has yeah probably I
2: imagine he always has I do also happen to know that uh, we still haven't seen Kira in the in the hollow suite because that isn't even Nana Visitor's body because she, like to make that scene work they had to put the woman actor in a big latex head so that they could have a placeholder for where to put the quark head. And, oh, and
1: she's claustrophobic, right? And she's
2: claustrophobic. Right? And after second sight, no, second skin. Second skin. Second skin. Second foreskin. Oh. Eighth skin. It's gonna um, say that <laughs> she was all like, "No, mm-mm, not doing this again." So that is her body double.
0: Yeah. Huh. Well, that's a shame because that was I was gonna say the one enjoyable. I was part just hoping was, it was Armin fact, the... <laughs> <laughs> I loved that when his head just popped up because I. So I had envisioned, because they were like, yeah, let's go give him a surprise. I actually kind of expected it to actually be Kira and that she would just clobber this guy in the nutsack. He'd be into yeah, that too. too,
2: though. I betcha he's true, into yeah. that.
0: Well, that's still how I kind of saw it happening. So when Quark's head popped up, I was like, oh no, I <laughs> was not expecting that. I've been waiting for you.
1: I think part of the reason Turan was really pissed off was because he was still kind of into it and didn't like that fact.
0: Yeah, still... My boner it's moved. <laughs> Son of a oh. bitch.
3: Well, we have avoided it long enough. Um there was oh, an a God. plot Brigadoon to
1: episode,
2: uh, oh. which is somehow I, worse
3: than this plot. No,
2: we talked about it. We don't have to go back to it, right? I don't know. Chris brings up what the episode was based on. Have you seen Brigadoon, Chris?
1: No, I just as we were talking, about, I was like, "Wait a minute. Isn't there a isn't Brigadoon about this? Or All I know about is that it's about a Village that appears once every hundred years.
2: Would you like to know what it's about? Because I watched it this week. Tell, a us Tell us the tale. I watched. I know what, it's a musical. Yeah, it's a it's a musical from like nineteen forty. Circa from Lerner and Lowe. I think is the names of the the. Those uh, sound like
1: famous musical writers. people I've heard of.
2: Yeah, so, so Brigadoon is a, is a musical. There's a movie version of it from, like, 1950, part of her. But I watched the television version from 1966, starring Robert Goulet oh, and God. Chris's favorite... Peter Falk.
1: <laughs> nice. Oh,
2: I love Peter Falk. Does he
1: sing? He doesn't sing. Does Peter Falk sing? No, okay, he's good. not
2: one of the characters that sings. But the, the gist of Brigadoon is these two guys are wandering around. They're lost in Scotland. And they happen upon this city that isn't on the... This little tiny town that isn't on the maps. And they go in to, like, you know, go get their car fixed or go do whatever. And the people are... All, the people there are all, like, from 200 years ago. Like, dressed as, you know, people from 200 years ago, Scotland.
0: and I'm Guessing couple, they're not going to be able to help them fix the car, eh?
2: They have no <laughs> idea what the car is. They, they're like, oh, yeah, we had trouble driving in. They're like, oh, is the horse okay? Because, yeah, they're hilarious. Oh, um,
1: uh, the, time travel jokes. But the
0: they're main... like, we've got 10 horse under this hood. Because <laughs> it's the 40s. Sorry, Ames, I won't interrupt you again. Ames. Oh, Go no ahead. worries.
2: Please do but the the main guy falls in love with one of the ladies in in the town of Brigadoon but then she reveals that oh no we're o- we only exist every 100 years uh and none of us can leave the town and once and the only reason you can come to the town and join the town is through true love Ugh. 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 But then the uh, the Peter Falk character convinces the guy that like, you can't stay here. You gotta fucking go home. So they go home. But the guy, the Robert Goulet guy, is so sad about it. He's like, "Oh no, a hundred years. I can't. I can't wait a hundred years." So he just you goes won't back. Be to alive. The, he just goes back to the town where to the place where the town was. Sees something in the distance and is just there all of a sudden now because true love works true in love. magical ways. And I'm like, no, fuck this, goddamn." God damn it, Cho. That makes even less sense.
0: That does sound right for Peter Falk, though. God knows Columbo is always ruining everyone's (laughs) grand plans.
1: Mm. He's very practical. Just one more thing.
2: But yeah, like the the, the writers fucking... They don't like talking about this episode. It's one of those episodes where they all just know, ugh, that episode. And uh, I have a good quote here from Iris Stephen Bear, who is a big fan of Brigadoon. And when he decided uh, to have one of the episodes be based on Brigadoon, his comment is, I am a moron. (laughs) 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 Excellent. As long as he knows.
3: Yeah, this was rough. I mean, th- the
2: I idea the- of a of a planet popping out out of out of phase and coming back every so often—that's great. I like that. Yeah,
3: but trying to make it yeah, a love used- story with the fucking no. character who has the least char- charisma. Jadzia.
0: No shit. But not just that. But like the person who we keep saying, like, oh yeah, we finally got some backstory, but she had no agency. Now we get to know Jadzia better, and apparently her character is <clears throat> all I think about is boys, 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 boys.
2: I'm boy crazy. Ah! Oh, my God. The, she delivered the let's count each other's spots line ugh. twice. Ugh. After the first one, I was like, ugh. And then she says it again. And I'm like, no. No. Let's, let's not.
0: It says he doesn't have spots. He has, he has like, gold eyeshadow. Yeah, it's like they
3: wrote the, those lines before they figured out the makeup yeah. and then didn't change the lines.
0: I think
1: instead of Meridian, Bart. this episode just should have been called Boys are Yucky. <laughs>
3: And like, because
1: like he came on way too strong at first, and she
0: was into it she's,
1: why was she, she into she it
0: she doesn't need that. she gets fucking laid left and right. she's here's, fucking her coach she's why she's into
2: it here's right. why she's into it all right. she's lived like eight fucking lifetimes now or or how or seven and a half or however many she's on her eighth host or something,
0: yeah yeah um,
2: this is something new. This is something that what none of her other lives have seen anything close to being a a light or a, like an energy force. Oh,
0: you mean the the different lifestyle? I thought you meant Boys, the dick. No, she's I never seen say, anything
3: like that dick.
0: Well, I was gonna say to to the to the never seen anything like this. I would say it's almost like uh, she was excited because someone was pursuing her, like Curzon would pursue someone, and that probably somewhere deep in the consciousness gave Curzon a half of a Woody.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Not, that doesn't even. So obviously the her, the plan at the end was that she was gonna stay in the on the planet and go to their alternate dimension and become a, an energy being.
2: Yeah, yep. and then sixty years from now they'll fix the the sun. But thing. like, how do we know
3: that that wouldn't totally fuck up the symbiont? Like, it...
2: I I
1: was thinking that. Like, I feel like part of the deal when you get one of those things is like. At that point, your life isn't entirely yeah. your own, you know? You're now like caring for this symbiont, and like you're not allowed to just go, fuck it, I'm a jaunt off to another dimension.
2: But she'd be like, obviously... 60 years from now, she'd be back, well, yeah, and but, they would try but to would fix the, the plan.
3: Symbiont be okay? Who yeah, knows? This is such a weird thing. Is it like while she's an energy being, is the symbiont still accumulating new memories from her? Because Is it was it like a physical link incapacity? inside of it, right?
2: Are they having memories while they're just a consciousness? Well, so that was the other thing,
3: right? So they talk about how they're just, they live in in the, they are alive and they are conscious in the other yeah. dimension. They just don't have physical form, which makes me think yeah. that they build memories and and things. But it also it seems very odd that there were children running around that... Yeah, I would understand that there would be people that would be child-sized in this form because they would have only have aged however long, yeah. but theoretically they're like hundreds of years old in terms of their consciousness, so why are they running yeah. around like babies playing with ball?
1: Mm, because well, I wonder, they, well, they're
0: just reveling in being physical again i, I mean yes
3: but they, then the, like the adults you know the people that are i
2: think i don't know if you're maturing whilst you're a conscious i mean why though. wouldn't you i mean because there's nothing to do there's nothing to like be engaging i mean and that, that
3: broad we're both you know seemed like they they had that
2: fuck face and that bro the, the
3: the two like the Dur- two people Dur- who had speaking lines on the planet
2: okay Dural and selton sure
3: they both seemed like they they had this like air of enlightenment to them and just the way they talked and
2: they were just dicks that's why yeah
3: Ugh. <laughs> I, and like that seems right honestly now this was i noticed that this was a Frakes directed episode which is very disappointing i don't know if he well he didn't write no, it no but was he involved in the casting because I don't know that guy was terrible yes. because, um,
1: yeah. So I, and I actually, combs, cause I was like, Oh man, a
3: good choice. But
1: yeah, that's what I was say. That's the only reason I know he was involved because I looked up combs cause like, Oh wait, is this the first time we see him? And the article I found was like, apparently at some point, not only did, you know, he try out for Riker, but apparently him and Frakes were in the same room auditioning for Riker or something, because it mentioned specifically that he remembered combs from auditions back then. And that was part of the reason he cast him.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't mean Frakes was in the room for auditions for this episode.
3: No, Frakes. Yeah, but no, but Frakes called up Combs to say, yeah. I'm directing an episode of Star Trek. Do you want to be in it? I think is the idea. So in theory, he had some say yeah, over the so casting So he's responsible of for episode. Combs being in this episode, is, is what Chris All is right, saying. All right, but that doesn't
2: explain Dural and Selma. No, I mean, we
3: don't know no. if he was responsible no. for casting them, but either way... I don't know, because what I kept what kept occurring to me is that that guy not great, not a great actor, Terry Farrell, not a great actor, and the two of them being the centerpiece of this episode and trying to do a romance plot with each other, <laughs> just like it it might not have been as bad if they had had more yeah. competent actors. <laughs> if doing
2: one this. of them had acted, if it was Bashir and and like. Any literally anything else. It could be like with a pony or something. you be like, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: because aside from when he's with Garrick, I don't think I've liked Bashir romantically with anyone so far.
2: Well, he's got
0: a touch of the of the Jordy to him. He's just <laughs> uh, he's he's always in pursuing, and he's really bad yeah. at women. They, like and it maybe in a the slightly different way, of but his
3: character. I think they have, but mercifully,
1: thank God. No, but I I, cause I was thinking that, like, this is one of those stories that, you know, you see this a lot in television, you know, not just Star Trek, but, like, with any kind of show where the status quo has to be returned to by the end of the episode, more or less, like, it's like, alright, obviously they're not gonna add this guy to the cast, obviously she's not gonna leave, so something's gonna go wrong, but when an episode is done well, you can still have this this enjoyment or tension yeah, or whatever just coming... Yeah. Yeah, you can be like, well, how are they going to fuck it up, you know? But this, I was just like, I don't, I don't care. I'm so happy that I know this doesn't continue. <laughs> yep. I hate, I hate this pairing. This is terrible. We
2: won't have to deal with this guy again for 60 years. I say
1: the-, the only, like, good thing that came out of it was uh, the scene where Ben had to be sad. Yeah, he was really that, good. Was so say, good. that
3: was like good. He one was great. Scene that. that- that was good for me was the and the scene with Cisco and and Dax
0: and not not just sad like tearful like crying yeah. like an adult man crying on TV. I mean you see it more now, but I just feel like well, it's you, just that, you didn't know, see it's that. Not
3: just, yeah, and he's also the hero. It, it would be like Captain yeah. Kirk having a, a emotional breakdown, and not with a woman's mind in his body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like when Spock dies. Spoilers. Yeah, well,
3: you know, right? But that was like a huge moment. Yeah.
0: Well, and even he didn't bring the tears. I feel like like Cisco did. Yeah, Sisko yeah th- there was a
1: lot of like choking them back.
0: But mm. this was so tearful. I I loved that moment. I just yeah. yeah. I will say though, I'm starting to find Cisco calling her old man all the time a little problematic, and I think it's because of blood oath. I think it's because her old Klingon buddy buddy. Was like, yes, I accept your new g- your new gender identity so easily that him continuing to call her old man it's not quite dead naming, but it made me a little uncomfortable this week, and I feel bad about that because I love their friendship. Yeah,
3: I don't know. I think, I think I think it's okay if they're old friends. It's
1: sort of a, a nickname she allows him to use.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just, meh. it just kind of for some reason bothered me this week. Hmm. And I don't know if it was just because she was being such a girl, if that was part of it. Because like this was just such a, I just need some time, Benjamin. <laughs> Sixty years. <laughs> I was like, oh god. You know. Just. So just they were there
3: stop. for what? A, a couple weeks.
2: They were twelve if days. That, yeah, they were only there for twelve days. Twelve
3: day fiance. Ugh.
2: We've seen we've seen people fall in love and less in this show. Yeah. Now.
1: Yeah, and it's always dumb when they fall in love that you know, fast.
2: Listen, Doc and Natira was beautiful.
3: You know what this was like? Was I'll give you, God you that. goddamn uh, insurrection. And Picard, uh, and that <laughs> woman that wanted to polish God, you're
1: right.
0: Oh, Ugh. ew, yes. Okay, it took me a second to remember. I was like, the what now? But yes,
2: that was An- hideous. Anish. yeah.
0: On the other I- hand, when we saw Beverly fall in love with a trill, I was totally into it because, I don't know, I think maybe part She was a better actor? Yeah, that's probably it. Well, also just that, like, I didn't feel like Beverly was as not that we've seen Dax do this a lot, but I feel like Beverly just really wasn't sort of as inclined to these flights of romantic fancy as some of the people on the ship, so when she did it, it felt more legitimate. Plus, because she's like a little older, she's like a mom, you're kind of like Well, they
1: also kind of cheated it by having her already having fallen for the character before the episode started.
3: Yeah, it's true.
1: So we sort of open up with this relationship oh, already that's exists. that's
0: right. That's right. They were like pen pal fuck buddies for a while or whatever it was. Well, was the
1: other thing. If you actually look at it, they also fell in love like overnight. But we showed up like on day three or something like that. Like they hadn't been together that mm. long. But because the episode sort of started, you could kind of trick yourself into not thinking about the fact that they really haven't been together that long. And the fact that they're in this into each other is
3: kind
0: of crazy. Like, so you
3: don't get to see the terrible pickup line like you see in this episode. Uh,
0: do your spots go all the way down? Oh, Except no. for have... with. But with for Beverly, though, it probably would have been something like. "Do the Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> you know, it would have been something like that.
3: No, it's a wig Hi. on both.
0: Yeah. it was. <laughs> I wear a merkin.
2: Dreadsia has never Jenny. climbed a tree.
0: I was just gonna oh, yeah. say, I was just going to say that that's that's actually an interesting thing cuz you asked about why do the kids run around and play? This asshole's an adult and he's still climbing trees. Maybe they're just a playful race.
3: <laughs> yeah, but he climbed that tree like a bitch. That was a terrible tree <laughs> climb. He just like walked up like 5 feet and was like, "All right, I'm in the tree."
2: He climbed that tree like a bitch. It wasn't a good tree. I think they could have found a better tree.
3: I mean, I think it was probably in a soundstage or something, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. They built this tree on rock and roll.
3: (laughs) Damn it, I was going to say that.
2: (laughs) All of
0: the acting in this scene was awful, including the tree.
2: (laughs) I think Freaks
0: also cast the tree, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, fun fact: the
1: tree was a costume being worn by uh, Cole Meany. Oh, I was gonna say
3: Jeffrey Combs because I'd be like, "Man,
0: that guy!" <laughs> <is> <laughs> a by Cole Meany, so what? They cut it down five seconds later,
2: and that's how they tried to kill him that oh. week. That's true. Um, so we learned like there's only like 30 people in this in this society, yeah. And which which means like you know, oh, every single one of us counts. If you leave this, if you leave this planet, you're probably dooming the rest of us because there aren't really. Enough of us for diversity and all this stuff for biodiversity. Can't you just leave them with several cups of sperm? Ugh. they don't have any. Uh, there's,
3: cups there's of no- sperm. No, I know you meant like in terms of like volume, but I was literally thinking of like a solo cup filled with <laughs> sperm. Here you
0: Guys, go. I well, here's the thing, you. though.
1: Here's the thing. They say that when everything reconstitutes,
0: it doesn't age.
1: Yeah, so he could have literally, like, just ten seconds before phasing out, just been like, eh, 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 oh! Oh. there you go, just leave that on a shelf. Yeah,
0: but the problem is, is that when the planet reforms, then everyone just gets a rain of jizz on their face. Because well, no, no, because it's in a cup. No, the cup isn't gonna re solidify that way. The yeah, jizz. Yeah, well, they said that the consciousness, the houses. the consciousness of the jizz has floated away <laughs> through the ether. <laughs> millions millions of sperm with their own little gotta find the egg gotta find the egg have floated out of the cup and it's just everywhere you monster
3: oh boy
1: i regret saying words
2: always i always Good. do
0: i'm glad i could bring us i to mean this i don't know together. i i think
3: the whole fucking society should leave like
0: what the fuck are they doing yeah. Yeah, why don't they just go?
3: Like, I get it. It's cool Seems to like, live as a ghost. Because They're
0: gonna live for fucking ever, dude. That no, they're gonna awesome. die
3: because what they said is that once the once the the cycle of, you know, the sun cycle that's causing them to phase in and out, once it gets to a certain point, they're gonna disappear from both universes.
1: Well, Yeah, but now they're stabilizing that. Well, so
2: they will live in the in the future when they have time. Here's the thing, though. But years yeah, from now.
1: that's I was waiting for there to be like a oh, if we leave the planet, we'll die, it turns out, because of... We
0: need the gamma radiation now to continue surviving.
1: La- yeah, I was waiting for that, you know, just like, oh, wait. Yeah, cause that, cause uh, person didn't we leaves... just
0: have an episode like that recently where it was like if you...
1: Well, the, all the the, the the zombie planet where Kaiopaka
0: lives. Oh, now. that's true. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm well, thinking of that. That wasn't in, recent. That was ages ago.
2: In Brigadoon, if one person leaves the town, the whole town ceases existing. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, hmm. no, what they should have done is had this guy leave, and then we find out that he's been so accustomed to the planet that he he can't survive in normal space, so he just yeah dies horribly, and then Jedzia has a sad
0: I'm picturing <laughs> that scene in x men when Senator what's his Fuck melts into a puddle. I think that would have been mm. good, a little puddle, yeah,
1: I will say the the one thing I did kind of like was that. And, I mean, they ultimately then go back on it, like, five minutes later. But that this dude was like, you know, we're in love, but you shouldn't have to give up your life, so fuck it, I'll give up mine. Because so often the the narrative is the guy is like, come on, your life isn't as a, come be with me. And yeah, they- he's just like, no, no, of course, I'll just fuck it.
0: Yeah, um, that was nice. Especially thinking of, like... What episode was it when Troy and other Riker, and he's like, yeah, let's go. And she's like, fuck that. I have a life. I'm staying here. You do whatever. You do you, buddy.
1: Yeah. But yeah, then then they fuck it up five minutes later where she's just like, you have a sad. I'll give up my life. It's like, ugh. He has a sad for the wrong reason. Letting this society, like, fuck off on their own is fine. They suck.
0: <laughs> they seem perfectly nice. There's like
1: 30 yeah, people.
0: Yeah, if they can't
1: lose one guy,
2: well, this guy whose is job their biggest... is
1: so vague.
2: No, this is their, their only scientist in 30 people. So when they first come back, and I'm actually very surprised, when they come back and they say, okay, we got 12 days while we're here. we got to use all our days to figure out the science thing. Let's throw a giant party.
3: Yeah, it's a damn good yeah. thing that Defiant guy... was there because they would have never figured yeah. that out on their own. Oh,
2: no, they yeah. would never would have. How advanced scientifically are they?
3: Who the fuck cares?
2: I mean, they were, a, <laughs> Good they were
1: apparently from a spacefaring culture. They're just, I think they said their expedition crashed or yeah. something.
3: Yeah, their expedition crashed and they turned into ghost people. Meanwhile, that, that other lady created a fucking boo box to put people in.
1: Yeah, this society does suck less than that one.
3: Yeah, what? all these all these what maroon society? societies where
0: the, the the one where um Cisco and O'Brien go down and they put uh they put Cisco in a, oh, in a hot oh, box paradise. out in the field. What the fuck does yeah. that have to do with? this? Oh, P.S. We're just talking about maroon yeah. societies. Ugh. Can I ask a question about when we did our bottom three? Yeah. No. Did I include paradise on my list of bottom no. three? That's the one I meant. I didn't mean sanctuary. I meant paradise. That explains oh. everything. That explains everything.
2: Do you want me to go back and change it? Yes, change it in please. the article? Okay, That'd I'll do great that.
0: Because I, when you asked me, I was like, sanctuary? Yeah, what does suck about sanctuary? Wait. And then it occurred to hilarious. me that maybe I was thinking of paradise like a fucking oh, asshole. So you literally so.
3: named paradise on the episode, but you meant... No, she said sanctuary.
1: I
0: meant... Okay, quick... quick. Quick note, everyone. I didn't mean sanctuary. Meant paradise. Paradise sucks.
1: Yeah, that's already live, so I can't do anything about
2: that. That's why I'm doing it right now.
3: Oh, okay. The record has been cleared.
2: Yep. Thank you. It will be it will be reflected in the blog post. Thank you, Ames. And I'll find you a nice uh screen grab.
0: Awesome. Yay.
3: Well Yeah. Yeah, so this episode well, yeah. was like the um I was thinking it was like the Deanna Troyification of Jed Zia.
2: <laughs> oh no!
3: It almost feels like because I was even thinking like I had this thought right at the start of the episode where it's like, oh, now that they have the Defiant, they're gonna fucking start doing Planet of the Week episodes. God damn it! You know mm. do we have we have TNG for this. We don't need this in our DS9. But TNG's see, over. That, TNG's yeah. Over TNG now. was We're off the good. air at this Voyager point soon anyway, and that's just TNG Part Two. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, 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 like, I wasn't interested in a Planet of the Week episode. I wasn't interested in a Jadzia romance slash Planet of the Week episode. So...
2: I wasn't interested in, you know, objectifying Kira so fucking much. Yeah, this
3: episode just failed. Two episodes
2: in a row, y'all. Two yeah, and episodes even, in a row. And even freaking Quark this episode. I complained to Jake that, like, every single one of the buttons on, on a scene where Quark had to deliver a, Oh, the things I do for money...
0: It's yeah. Like, oh, God,
2: yeah. every single one of them was like, wow, they needed a button to finish this scene, and it's awkward and bad, and it's poorly <laughs> written. Poor
0: armature. Yeah, no, Sherman. I,
1: I could have done without that whole, I could have done without this whole episode. A plot, B plot, we're yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Fuck it.
0: I would have preferred like if all we got was the C plot, which was Odo discovering his first boner. We could just <laughs> have that episode, it would have been fine.
2: <laughs> How do people just carry gold press latinum around with them? Those things are huge.
1: Well, if you're a fancy alien, you have special sleeve pockets.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why that guy had those fat flaps back in TOS. He, where was, he put his he space
2: money. He was loaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There you go. Now we
0: know. <laughs> and that's half the battle, I'm told. G.I.
1: Joe.
0: I don't get it. Uh, it's a reference to some 80s shit. No, I dude, that's it. it. No, no, that's all. I was just saying it was a reference to some 80s shit. All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Well, in that case, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, you can find <coughs> us. You fool. You, can, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. I mean, you found us this time. I figure you're smart enough to do it again. But just in case, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Yes, that's right. Apple Podcasts. Yes. If you want to visit our other homes on the web, which we have many, you can uh, find us on Twitter and Tumblr at SSHB Podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching for A Star to Steer Her By, or you can visit SSHBpodcast.com, which is our website. It really just leads to our Tumblr, but someday maybe there will be a website. Is that going to be the gimmick? The very last episode, 25 years (laughs) from now, we finally have a website.
2: It's just the archive at that point, because the rest of us are crazy and gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Golly.
2: What's uh, next week?
0: Oh, uh, yes. Join us next week when we will discuss Defiant and Fascination. Two more episodes of Deep Space Nine. I don't even know if they're good or bad. This is not one of those weeks where I know. I have been Caitlin. I have
3: been Jake. This Wait, has been Chris. What, Chris oh God.
0: Border, what just Whoa. happened? Whoa. How Sorry. Train wreck. A... Do over. Caitlin, Jake, Chris. That is the way of the world. I (laughs) have been Caitlin. I have
1: been Jake. This has been Chris. And
0: this is always Ames. And I leave you with this. Rule of Acquisition 75. Home is where the heart is, but the stars are made of latinum.
1: That is weirdly poetic for the Ferengi.
0: Why is that a rule? As a side note, did you guys notice that Odo referred to a group of Ferengi as Ferengis?
1: yeah
0: you're right he did it just really bothered me i was like no they're not ferengis they're ferengi it's just it's a plural isn't it it's like goose no that's geese
2: that's geese that's a
0: different word right what am i thinking of it's like moose yes (laughs) it's like goose no chris no (laughs) wait the plural of moose isn't ferengis (laughs) ferengis
2: (laughs) there's your title there's your title chris
1: wait what is it i missed it
2: the ferengis (laughs) ferengis (laughs) actually that doesn't work uh, at all but have fun not at all Good luck.
0: well
2: he I, you said know it what? Was like moose <laughs> there,
1: there's a few one off episodes that if the one they're paired with works I can make it work alright Go I'm going to stop
0: my
3: recording now if we're done with the me with the- too okay. me
0: too <laughs>